Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now, sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Sita Hood, and I am so excited to be here with you. If you are tuning in on your favorite podcast app, I want to let you know that you can also catch this episode on my YouTube channel. You want to head on over to Sita Hood on YouTube, and this will likely be the latest video. So go ahead and check out episode 23, which is about trauma bonds. And if you are watching, hey girl, hey, you guys enjoyed it so much the last time that we hosted a live show. So I thought it would be really fun in 2022 to incorporate more live shows, but also more video podcasts. So be on the lookout for me to be releasing video podcasts and for us to be doing live shows more often. Now, before we hop into the content of today's show, I want to offer a caveat that there is a trigger warning. There's probably a lot of triggers that might come up for you as we're talking about trauma bonds. So if you're not in a good headspace to listen, you might want to turn this off and come back to it when you are in a better space mentally. But if you feel like you're in a good spot, then go ahead and keep on listening. If you prefer video podcasts, head on over to YouTube and watch the episode. You ever had somebody in your life with toxic habits that spill over into your life and into their relationship with you? Um, For example, maybe you have a roommate that drinks too much, that stays out late, that uses your stuff, that messes up your stuff, and it's maybe frequently late on their half of the rent. Or maybe there's you as the adult child and your interactions with your parents are often characterized by verbal or physical or even emotional abuse. And a lot of times in communities of color, we don't see verbal abuse as what it is. For example, you know, if you are talking to your parent and your parent is calling you names like a B or an H or whatever, That is toxic and that is verbal abuse. Maybe another situation, you're in a relationship and the guy that you're seeing consistently is verbally or physically abusive, but always comes back and it's like, baby, I'm so sorry. It was X, Y, Z. Insert the excuse here. If you are experiencing any of these things, you might have formed a trauma bond. Now, I want to offer this resource before we jump into the rest of the show. First, we fiercely protect our squad up in these parts, okay? We don't play that. So with that protection in place, I'm always going to tell you the truth. I tell my clients this all the time in my office. I'm not doing my job as a therapist if I'm not being honest with you and telling you what it is that you need to know. So with that in mind, I want to offer you the domestic violence support line. 
The phone number is 877-863-6338, or you can go to thehotline.org. Again, that's 877-863-6338 or thehotline.org. Now that's super important because Again, in communities of color, we don't call things what they are all the time, and that is very dangerous to us. And I know for some of you that are listening, you might be feeling like, okay, Sita, but what the heck is a trauma bond? So um, let's just go into defining it. A trauma bond is essentially a sense of loyalty or attachment to a person that is abusive towards you, despite their abusive behaviors. And you might even be falling in love with the potential of the relationship, which again is really dangerous. So let's just kind of hop into this very sensitive conversation, shall we? I want to talk to you about what a trauma bond can look like because I think that we tend to make trauma bonds look cute or try to make them look cute in front of our friends or for social media or something like that. So let me paint a picture for you on what it looks like to be involved in a relationship where there's a trauma bond present. A trauma bond can look like falling in love with the person's potential. You're conflicted because you hate the negative actions that they're doing. You feel isolated and alone. And maybe when you've tried to talk to some friends about this, you felt judged or just really not supported. That's why I gave the domestic violence hotline um, information at the beginning of the episode, because If you don't feel comfortable talking to your friends or people in your life, your family about what's happening, it can be helpful to talk to someone that is unbiased so that you don't feel judged and unsupported. You need support. You need to process your thoughts, figure out what's happening with you in order for you to decide what it is you're going to do next. You might even be making consistent excuses for the person's behavior. And it could look like, let's go back to the roommate situation. Oh, they just suffered a loss. So they're going through X, Y, Z. Now, I want to highlight that, yes, that can happen in relationships, but also we have to be real about some things here. One, just like in the pandemic, racism did not just magically appear because we were in a pandemic. And social injustices in terms of financial inequalities did not just pop up because we started a pandemic. The pandemic highlighted these social injustices. It highlighted the racism. It highlighted the problems and the underlying issues that we already had in our society. So in the same way, if your friend is going through something and perhaps, you know, resorts to drinking more or whatever, you know, using your stuff, etc. The fact that you're seeing that, it could just be highlighting something that's been there the entire time that maybe you've been too nervous to confront. Or even let's go to the sensitive topic of parents, mothers, fathers, etc. 
there are a lot of very emotionally and verbally abusive parents. And we don't want to categorize it as such because we feel like we've grown such thick skin and we can air quotes handle it when in reality we were never designed to handle it. I remember as a teenager, the first time that I uh, heard a parent refer to their child as a bee, it was a female, you know, a female friend of mine and I was at her house and she, her mom's like, B, go get that. And I was like, what? That's how your mom talks to you? And my heart was aching because if you feel comfortable enough to call your child that, like, what does your child think of themselves? How will they grow up? And so this child, now an adult like me, has fought to get to where she is and develop a strong sense of self and a strong sense of worth and reflecting back on us having that conversation where I was totally shocked that her mom referred to her that way. And she's like, oh yeah, girl, she do that all the time. And I'm like, but that don't hurt your feelings. And she's like, no, it's kind of just how she talks to me when she's upset. And now as adults kind of processing that situation, she's able to see that that was very emotionally wounding for her. And so there aren't any more excuses about that, even though her mom still does that. And so now she has some very firm boundaries. When her mom gets to that point, she doesn't talk to her. You don't have to entertain anyone that engages in toxic behaviors with you. That is unacceptable. And it's it's just not okay for people to treat you that way. And so if you are at the point where you are an adult child and you are seeing some things in your relationship with your parent, even now, or even things that have happened in the past, it is totally okay for you to take a step back, reassess what you want the relationship to look like. And then if you feel inclined to do so, have a conversation with your adult parent about those interactions. That's fine. Because we can't keep dressing up trauma bonds and saying, oh, you're too sensitive. I was just playing when I called you that. Or, oh, you know, I didn't really mean it. If someone is approaching you and telling you that something that you're doing is hurting them, it's hurting their feelings, it's bothering them. As part of being a decent human, furthermore, in order to please God, let your words be seasoned with grace. Like, just be kind. It's it, it doesn't matter if we see it as a small issue. If it's big for that person, then it matters for the relationship. And that's on period, poo. So that's what a trauma bond can look like. I want to take a moment and we're going to have a brief break and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. 
This episode is brought to you by the Confident Bay app. I created this app to provide a safe space for women of color struggling with prioritizing themselves. Inside of the Confident Bay app, you're going to gain access to exclusive content such as workshops, replays, Convey TV, a private digital cafe to connect with other women, journal prompts, affirmations, daily reminders, and so much more. The best part about using the app? It's free! That's right, girl. You get 24-7 access to a squad of like-minded women for free. No more subliminal Facebook rants, boo. Here you can take the mask off and be yourself. Sis, what are you waiting for? Hit the link in the show notes and download the app today. All right, girl, welcome back. Before we hop back into the show, I do want to let you ladies know that the 2022 retreat waiting list is open. Yes, honey, it's open, honey. Anywho, um, you can register for the 2022 Pink Emerald Retreat either uh, directly through the Confident Bay app or you can hit the link that is currently across your screen. For those that are listening, you will just want to check the links in the show notes and go get on the waiting list today, okay? If you are loyal listeners, you have already heard me talk about how the Holy Spirit came through, okay? Our 2021 Pink Emerald Retreat. And um, just even watching the reviews for the retreat, I am so excited about what the Holy Spirit is going to do for our retreat this year. So trust me, sis, you will not want to miss it. Three days of the utmost relaxation, a room all to yourself with a deep tub, sis, because y'all know we prioritize relaxation around her. (laughs) No, but seriously, time to kick your feet up and connect with some other amazing women at a Lux Hotel for the weekend. So again, hit the link in the show notes or follow the link that is across your screen to get on that waiting list. All right, girl, let's jump back into this. Why are trauma bonds so important to pay attention to? The impact of a trauma bond is that the longer you are in a relationship with someone who where there's a trauma bond present, the more you might get confused about what a healthy relationship looks like. So certain actions like, does he really love me if he don't get fiercely jealous of me? Yes, girl, he can really love you without jumping up out his body and getting jealous. It's called self-control and that's a fruit of the spirit. Hello. Okay. You know, and there are other signs. Again, not making light of this issue at all, but we have to be real about some of these things because sometimes we think, well, if he's not really fiercely protective of me, if he doesn't get jealous because another man's toe touched mine on accident, do he really love me? That's jealousy. Okay. That that's that's not love, baby girl. Like, no, 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 no. Or if he's not spending all of this money on me after apologizing to me, then is the relationship really real? Or if we don't get into these huge blown out arguments, is the relationship really of substance? And I'm going to tell you, yes, it is. 
Yes, you can. It is possible to be in a relationship with someone, have some conflict and disagree peacefully. That's actually possible. You can do that. There are relationships like that that exist. So we have to retrain our thought process. And that's the importance of breaking away from a trauma bond. And when we are united by trauma. So that leads me to another point here. Let's say now you've exited the relationship, but in your future searches for a spouse, you are now attracted to toxicity or what you view as potential or yeah, that's husband material right there. Or, you know, as the guys say, wifey material. But in reality, your perspective is deeply skewed because of what you went through. You are viewing it with an incorrect lens if you do not allow yourself to heal properly from a trauma bond, to process what happens, to go to therapy and figure out what does a healthy relationship look like? And I want to talk to somebody that might be feeling discouraged today and feeling like, oh, a healthy relationship doesn't exist. It's not X, Y, Z. I'm never going to find it. That is a lie of the enemy because healthy relationships do exist. Godly marriages do exist. Okay, so don't you give up on your search because the Holy Spirit knows how to place you exactly where you belong at the appointed time. Basically, what I'm saying, sis, is I don't want you to be fooled by surface level behaviors that appear to speak your love language. Now, let me break that down a little bit. Surface level behaviors. Let's say that, you know, your uh, love language is affirmations, words of affirmation. So just because somebody talks a good talk or your other love language is quality time, just because someone spends a lot of time with you, you are fooled by surface level actions instead of paying attention to what's underneath that. So it doesn't matter if, okay, you spend a lot of time together. But 80% of the time you're together, you're arguing. That is a red flag, you know, or let's just say that there's a lot of words of affirmation and a lot of flowing, eloquent words for two, three days straight. But this is followed up after you curse me out. Toxicity. Do not be fooled by surface level behaviors. If you identify those red flags, as much as it hurts to let it go, baby girl, I need you to let it go. Trust me when I say God has so much more in store for you. He loves you so, so much. And it is not his will that you are stuck in a toxic relationship because you are attracted to someone based on toxicity formed in a trauma bond. Okay. God has given us the power to rely on him for wisdom on how to go about doing things. And he wants us to live in abundance. Abundance is not simply money. Abundance is also an abundant state of mind, abundance of health, abundance of relationships that honor God. Another really important impact of a trauma bond is the development of a mental health diagnosis. I know this is something we don't like to really talk about, you know, but it's something that is important for us to talk about. A lot of times, most of us that have left 
relationships where trauma bonds were formed, you're walking around with some residue, if not an entire diagnosis of PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, and you don't even know it. There's like, you're having reoccurring nightmares. You don't know why you burst into tears at the sight of something or this time of year is always very hard for you or whatever the case is. Those are symptoms of PTSD. Or maybe you get really anxious. Maybe there's a diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder. You're super anxious about um, random things or things that appear to be random, but are in connection with the experiences that you had in that relationship where the trauma bond was or a major depressive disorder. Maybe you just don't feel like yourself. You don't want to hang out with your girls anymore. You'd rather stay in bed or you find it really difficult to get out of bed and brush your teeth. Y'all know if y'all been following me for any length of time, I've been there where it's hard. It's a struggle to get out of the bed. And there was a meme a couple of years ago where there were people that were clapping and they were like, yay, you got out of bed today. And people were laughing about that. But seriously, that's how it feels when you are pushing through a depressive episode. It's a struggle to get yourself to where you know you need to be. But you got to make the healthy choice to do that. And if you need some help, don't be afraid to reach out for help. It is totally okay. If you have left a relationship where a trauma bond was present, number one, I want you to not be afraid to seek out Jesus and therapy, okay? Because we need that spiritual healing for our souls as well as practical healing to cry, you know, to figure out what do I do from here, to uncover all the layers and the pieces that may have led me to where I am right now. Don't be afraid to do that. And again, I want to invite you to join us inside of Bay's Digital Cafe if you're looking for a supportive tribe. And I want to offer this caveat. If you downloaded the app and you registered and you've been inside of the tribe and you've been hiding, come out of hiding. Say hello. We don't bite. We want to love on you. We want to support you. And we want to be there with you. But we can't do that if you're hiding. So it does no good to download the app, to register, and to look at everything if you're not going to actually take another brave step and say something. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. All right, babe, it's time to talk about what I am loving. And if you are just tuning in or this is your first episode listening or watching this video podcast, I want to tell you really quickly how I started or why I started what I'm loving. I started what I'm loving because I think there are moments in our lives that we struggle to really see the beauty of life and practice gratitude. So what I'm loving this week is a way for me to check in with myself and share resources with you that I am loving. I usually put the link in the show notes for the products that I'm loving, okay? So 
What I am loving this week is this book, Seeing Beautiful Again. Now, I always struggle with how to pronounce her name, but her name is Lisa Turkhurst, I think. Lisa, girl, if you happen to hear this episode, please forgive me if I mispronounced your last name. I apologize. But the name of the book is Seeing Beautiful Again. It is 50 Devotions to find redemption in every part of your story. I have to shout out Kavaya Watrice for referring me to this book. I saw it on her stories one day and I feel like there's a community of people that read still. We like handheld books or even digital books. It's really your preference. But I, uh, when I tell y'all that I'm loving this book and I'm loving this book because it talks about not waiting until you are out of less than perfect circumstances to see God's grace on your life. And man, if that's not something like, can you imagine that? Like, how do we actually do that? How do I see beautiful? Or even after you've broken away from those trauma bonds that we talked about in this episode, okay, Lord, now I need to be restored. How, how can I find the beauty of life again? This book right here, sis this book right here. So that's what I'm loving this week. The first devotional in the book already took me out. Okay. (laughs) So I think that it's something that you will love if you listen to this podcast pretty regularly. So just a quick recap of this episode. In this episode, we talked about what a trauma bond is, what it can look like in our relationships, and the impact of trauma bonds in our lives Current when we're currently in the relationship, once we have left the relationship, and then potentially what may happen if we don't process our thoughts and feelings around the trauma bond. If you enjoyed this episode, share the love, boo! Send it to your mama, send it to your friend, send it to your roommate, you know, the one to be tripping a little bit. (laughs) No, but seriously, share the love. And if you are sharing on social media, please feel free to tag me so that I can repost to my stories and show you some love. Well, that is all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me for this podcast episode on your favorite listening app or the video podcast. I love you guys and I'll see you in these social media streets. Bye.